Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to respond to a, a comment that one of my listeners left, and thanks by the way for leaving comments. I guess there's a like a question that is now asked at the end of podcasts, and I guess you can reply to it or something, I'm not quite sure. Because I'm on my end, I'm not on your end, and I didn't create the questions. Um, But anyway, one of the comments was that um, someone mentioned they liked the podcast, but they also commented that they were thinking of trying to go and get diagnosed to see what actually is going on with them. And they wondered if it would do any good to get diagnosed. And I, I strongly think... Um, it would do a lot of good because like I've mentioned before on this podcast, when I finally got diagnosed, uh, five years ago, I mean, I was 35 years old and I had been seeking mental health treatment since I was 16 years old. When I was a teenager and in my twenties, I had extreme depression. It was really bad. And I've largely overcome that. I was diagnosed a long time ago with was it like severe major depressive disorder or something like that um and I've talked on here before about when I was 21 I was in the hospital for a week um and that was due to stress depression and thoughts of harming myself and that was when I was in college um a couple of my friends as well a lot of my close friends at the time struggled with the same things I did um I obviously won't say who they are but um yeah, it's really important to get a proper diagnosis and it's worth the money if you have to spend a little bit more money because whenever I was going to treatment when I was younger, it was always either free or it was like $5 or $20. Like I did I did the super cheap route. And a lot of times when you do it that, sometimes I would be with students. So like it would be students at a college who were in school to be psychologists and they had like a free it was a house where you could go at any hour of the day and I love that like I would go there at midnight or one in the morning sometimes and you just talk about why you're depressed or whatever it is that's going on and so I always did the free route and it wasn't until I shelled out some good money you know a couple hundred bucks that I finally got diagnosed and she did not waste any time she I think she diagnosed me in my second visit, maybe my third visit, I think it was my second visit though, and I would have never thought that I had complex PTSD, and I know I've said that on this podcast before, but since somebody was commenting and wondering would it do any good, yes, it would do a lot of good, because you might not have complex PTSD, it could be something very similar, but that might not be what you have, so the treatment would be different, your treatment plan. For a long time, I wondered if I didn't have dissociative identity disorder. I also used to wonder if I had, oh, I can't think of what it's called now, but there were a couple other disorders that I used to think for a long time that I had those, and I used to study them and study them and study them, and there would be little bits and pieces that didn't align with what I have going on. Um, And then once I got diagnosed with complex PTSD, I never, I had never researched complex PTSD ever. I knew what PTSD was because I grew up with somebody 
who has PTSD and they talk about it all the time. Um, so I'm very familiar with PTSD, but I had never heard of anything related to long-term trauma that was specific and complex PTSD is long-term trauma. So, I mean, I knew what abuse was and I knew what trauma was, but I never in a million years would have thought I have complex PTSD. Even if like a, if one of the students at the school had said that, I would have been like, what is that? I don't even know what that is. Um, and so, yeah, it's very important. And again, whenever I got diagnosed, it was right after the event happened, which I've talked about before in here. I call it the event. A really shocking thing happened, basically. And my whole world basically turned upside down. And honestly, if I didn't get my diagnosis of complex PTSD, I would probably be a crazy person. I, I would probably, because I would be thinking every single day, what's wrong with me? There's something wrong with me. Like, what is it? And another key thing that really made me happy to get the diagnosis was it made me look back at when I was a kid, particularly grade school and then in high school too. But I had such a hard time remembering things and memorizing things for tests. I had such a hard time just with school, with studies and learning. And once I found out that, you know, long-term stress, especially when you're a kid, if your amygdala and your brain is just always on fire, your frontal lobe isn't, the frontal lobe is not developing properly and you can't focus. And so once I found out that I had complex PTSD, it, all of that made sense. I was like, well, this was why I can't focus. You know, this is why I couldn't, I just couldn't memorize anything. Um, and there's certain subjects that are harder, in my opinion, from my own experience, there's certain subject matter that is harder because if certain things aren't sinking in, you're not going to learn them. And learning a foreign language, unless you grew up in a house, maybe there's trauma growing up and you had someone else who spoke a different language, you can probably speak that language because you lived with the person. But if you're just a random kid and you're trying to learn a foreign language, um, that was really hard for me and it never stuck. And I tried really, really hard to learn French. Um, I tried learning Spanish and they didn't stick. I got D's in those classes and I tried really hard. Um, I had a tutor, everything. And that's one subject. You have to remember what you have already learned. And if you're not remembering what you already learned, it's just not going to stick. Um, and it really wasn't until I took that class in college called College Success Skills where you learned how to learn differently. And I learned how to take certain style of notes for certain subject matter. And you study history and philosophy similarly by doing a thought journal every two weeks on what you have already read. And then for like math and science, you read the intro of each chapter and you put post-it notes on each page of a summary of what the page was. Or if you're allowed to highlight your book, you highlight your book. I didn't know any of that when I was in school. Um, so it wasn't until I learned how to learn, you know, I learned how to read a book differently. Um, and I learned, you know, just certain things that are so obvious to me now, but, you know, obviously following your syllabus. Um, but I always just sat there and listened to what the teacher said. I didn't, and then it was always just over my head because I wasn't doing everything else. And it wasn't sticking because, 
you know, and maybe that's just, maybe that's unique to me. Maybe I, you know, since I couldn't focus, I was never quite hearing people when they were saying, well, you should do this, 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 you know, because I wasn't, I was stressed out. So it just impacts everything. So yeah, getting the right diagnosis, because if you're, you know, borderline personality disorder, or if you're schizo, you need to be diagnosed that you're schizo, you know, so that way, you know, otherwise you would feel crazy. Um, And so, yeah, it's really important. And sometimes in my experience, a lot of times I was just being told what my symptoms were. So like major depression, that was like a symptom of something else. Um, That was a symptom of complex PTSD. And it was just, you know, never knowing that it's complex PTSD is just, it's kind of wild, you know. The other thing I wanted to mention, if I haven't forgotten it, is that, um, one, it's really cold here right now. It's like seven degrees, and a lot of people are stuck inside, which I actually don't mind. I like being at home. Um, But the other thing I wanted to kind of touch on briefly, and I'll try and do a whole podcast just on this topic, but um, I'm going to be in a situation this coming weekend where I'll be around somebody who does something that I refer to as the setup. And I'm going to talk about that probably in my next podcast. I might just do it this evening since I'm stuck inside. But the setup occurs when there's a narcissist. And the narcissist, a lot of times, from my own experience, and I'm not the only one that thinks this. I, The person I grew up with thinks the same way. A lot of times with the narcissist, you don't know what the narcissist is going to pull out of their bag. I call it their bag of tricks. And from my experience, a lot of times there can be just a level, you know, nothing going on. But in certain situations, a lot of times I either either end up being a casualty or I end up being a new best friend. So a lot of times a narcissist will, they'll play people off of each other. They'll turn, you know, people will be pawns, all that stuff. And if someone is using a pawn against you, Um, a lot of times you end up being the casualty of whatever is brewing in their brain. Um, Or if that pawn turns on the narcissist, a lot of times you'll end up becoming the narcissist's new best friend because that person turned on them and they want to talk smack about them. And I'm sharing this because I know it's something other people are experiencing. The one thing I always, I go back to a lot is that show Absolutely Fabulous because that is what, Safi's mom, Adina, does to her all the time. Sometimes she'll be like, oh, Safi, I love you, I love you. And then she immediately turns on her and does something really mean. And it's just that back and forth. It's it's a crazy way to grow up with someone like that. It's super crazy. But I'll probably just go ahead and do another podcast about the setup. Um, Because there's a lot going on with the setup. The other thing I want to touch on, and maybe I'll, I'll... Maybe I'll do this in the same podcast, but I want to talk about triangulation. I don't think I've ever talked about triangulation. And whenever I was reading about enabling, and I went to that Wikipedia page and it went down to narcissists and uh, enablers, um, I I looked into triangulation and I found it very interesting. Um, So I guess I'll talk about those two things in the next podcast, the setup and the triangulation, because they both involve a narcissist and a narcissist playing people. So this is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.